1: Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene Mini. <laughs> just, we're leaving that in. Mini episode. It's a mini episode. Yeah. Halloween edition. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to try and make this intro any more complicated than it needs to be. Okay. But we are talking about Halloween adjacent news stories. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just can't stop yourself. <laughs> Go. If you're in
1: Birmingham, Alabama this Halloween, you can go to this COVID-safe Halloween attraction. Okay. It's a haunted car wash. Ooh. Uh, The owner, Prashant Patel, loves Halloween. And he owns the Wash Doctor car wash. And he has transformed his car wash into a haunted house. That's a good idea. It's a great idea. Now, I don't know if he's the first person to think of this, but there is this news story about him, so maybe he is. But this is brilliant. It's still functioning as a car wash, but... They've like turned all the lights red, so as you're going through and the water's hitting your car, it looks like blood Ooh. because all the lights are yeah. red inside. There's creepy uh, cast members inside that are scaring you as they're scrubbing down your car, Ooh. and it's just like as if you'd go through a regular wash, but it's spooky. That's a good idea. I love this idea, and I wish we had one in LA. Not- I would do it year-round. I mean, yeah. Honestly, this is my ideal haunted house because we've talked about haunted houses before, and right. the main thing I don't like about going to haunted houses is I don't want people touching me.
2: Oh, and I don't want people jumping at me. I don't like when they. One time I went in one, and it was like um, Chex- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. Yeah, and he uh, like the thing, the thing, the the the, the um, you know how it pulls up. <laughs> A garage? You know how in the Texas thing, he slides that door? Oh, yes. They had that where it slid open and he was standing there. And that was the most scared I've ever been in my whole life.
1: Oh, my God. Because he's standing
2: there with a knife. I was like, this could be real. Like, <laughs> what if I am like, this is a haunted house? <laughs> and that guy was technically a killer inside. Right. That could be a movie. <laughs> yeah, he could be a movie. Like, I'm not typically a scared person. I don't get scared easily. But in that moment, it seemed so unexpected and real it was fucking scary i was just like no (laughs) this is yeah like i said this is my ideal because
1: you're within the confines of your car yeah look i love horror movies i watch horror movies year round it's my favorite genre has been since i was a kid do not like haunted houses we do exist yeah holler at me if you are like me you love watching scary movies, you love the horror genre, but you do not want to go inside a haunted house, like a like an attraction. I would rather go inside an actual haunted house than a haunted attraction. Where they're trying to scare you. Because I don't like... Look, I don't like surprises. Right. I don't like being jumped out at. Do you like movies that have jump scares? I mean, not particularly, but... I like them way better than like a
2: a dude jumping out of me. I mean, I've definitely gone to haunted houses. It's not like my favorite thing, uh, but I don't really care. It's like not something I won't do. Right, right, right. Um, And yeah, I like scary movies too.
0: Well, if
1: you're in Birmingham, check out this guy's car wash. Get back to us. Let us know if it's good.
2: I mean, here's a still
1: from it. I think it's cool looking.
2: Ooh, it looks really cool. The red light really does look like blood. Yeah, it looks it's like cool. very
1: disco looking on the
2: outside too. Go to too. this car wash and tell us about it. Look, I love the we aesthetics. Must have at least ten Birmingham listeners.
1: <laughs> I bet we have more Birmingham listeners than we think. Maybe we got listeners all over. Yeah, I was looking at that map that world oh, that world map sometimes, okay. and I'm like, oh, look, like what's up, Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so go to the car wash. Our next story, uh, this stopped me dead in my tracks when I saw the headline. I'm just going to get right into it. This is out of Tennessee. The news article is from WBIR. It's a, I think it's an NBC News affiliate, Channel 10 News, NBC in Tennessee. Okay. Okay. So, in 2019, a guy named Brian Kennedy was renting a home on Anderson Road in Morgan County, Tennessee. And the son of the homeowner was over one day, and he asked him what was up with the skull on his mantle. It was a human skull wearing sunglasses. (laughs) So, he got some decoration on his fireplace mantle. Brian was like, well, I found it in the woods while I was walking my dog.
2: And he just took it
1: without calling it. <laughs> this guy obviously doesn't listen to true crime podcasts. Right. Because a true crime podcast enthusiast would be like, oh my God. Let's call the police or whatever. Like something. They would know. They would know. Or, you know, a horror movie enthusiast would know not to take the skull because it's absolutely haunted. Yeah. You don't just take a random human skull. No. And use it for decoration that you find in the woods. No, you
2: have to buy one at like Spirit Halloween. Right. <laughs> like that's the only reason you should have a skull in your house. Well, I mean like if it's like one. if it's like an animal skull in the woods. Well, that's different. That's different. But a human skull, come on. There's something that's a different level. It's very disrespectful to put sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's my favorite part of the story. That is so like bro or yeah. something. <laughs> Right? He's like, he's partying. It's like, it's like that gif where the sunglasses come down. <laughs> yeah. That's the best Don't part. Don't have a cow, man.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> the skull was then turned over the police, to the police. So the guy who was in his house was like, uh, this is a human skull, yeah, clearly. Absolutely. Like, you've had this in your house for how many months? Like, we need to take this to the police. So they turned it over. It was identified to be human, like not yeah. a fake skull. And later, uh, actually, as of like ten, less than ten days ago, like a week ago, the skull was identified. Oh shit! It belonged to missing seventy-nine-year-old Junior McCann. McCann. So the seventy-nine-year-old guy, Junior McCann, was reported missing on September twelfth, two thousand twelve. 2012. <gasps> shit, he'd been missing for a while. Damn. And police are asking for tips, and there is speculation that he may have been killed by a now-deceased family member.
2: Ooh. Yeah. That's that's wild.
1: What if you got murdered, and then you ended up on someone's mantel place with
2: sunglasses on? I would be so irritated. I would haunt that person. Yeah. That, like, especially if they put, like, Ray-Bans on me or right. something. <laughs> you know it was like those ones with, like... Black, but then the blue. sides are like fluorescent. No, I. That's how I imagine
1: them, but with like the blue uh, lenses. Oh, like like the, the blue metallic. Blockers? No, like the metallic blue, like Where mirror. They're, yeah, they're mirrors. The mirror lenses, mm-hmm. but they're like fake Ray Bans. Yeah, yeah. That's how I imagine them. Okay. And a story that came out today. This is out of the Dallas Observer. From Dallas. Okay. That's where the story takes place. <laughs> the Dallas Observer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, okay. I mean to say that like I'm reading the story from the Dallas Observer, but and this actually took and place in took Dallas. And it took place in Dallas.
2: Okay.
1: And East Dallas Homes Halloween decorations prompt multiple police visits. Oh, I saw this story. By Jamie Vahala. Came out. Today? Yeah, Yesterday. I saw today. Okay, well, I saw Maggie posting about oh, it right, a right. bunch. So you saw these pictures. Absolutely. They're frightening. Very, very good job this person did yeah. on, on their decor. Now, this person try, tried to be a little funny with the writing, so just bear okay. with me. Uh, he writes, Halloween, the high holy day of spooky season, has a sort of spooky scale that runs the gamut from the casual black cat, full moon, or harmless jack-o'-lantern to the extremes of disembodied corpses, chainsaw massacre enactments are even scarier. The thought of paying bills every month under the terror... Okay, I can't... Wait, what?
2: I <laughs> can't continue. He's really going for <laughs> it. I can't... Okay. You know what's really scary? <laughs> when your bills come in and you don't have money. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Look, this guy, Look, Jamie... He's doing good for Dallas. I, I, ab- I
1: appreciate... I appreciate you're trying to be he funny He might be here.
2: 17. We don't know. He
1: might be 70. That's true, too. You didn't even <laughs> let me finish. He tries to be topical. He says, the thought of paying bills every month under the terror of COVID-19. Oh. Which, to be fair, that is a very scary proposition. It is
2: very scary.
1: Very but scary. But we yeah. see he's trying to be a little witty It's a little...
2: Uh, he, what, he forced it in. Like, I saw it coming a mile away. Okay. Okay. Now... <laughs> Local artist
1: Steve Novak finds himself comfortably at the horrifying end of the scale, as his East Dallas neighbors and the Dallas Police Department will surely attest. This is a quote from Steven. He said, I've always been up to hijinks like flying ghosts or seven-foot-tall snow sculptures of myself. So I what? was, was going to do Halloween. Uh, so if I was going to do Halloween, it was obviously... That it should be hyper real, Novak says. No lights, fog, machine, or camp. Something that would really freak people out walking by in the dark. So I whipped up some dummies and slung 20 gallons of blood all over. Novak's home holds a horror show. In his M Street yard, one dummy lies with its head pulverized. One lies with a scale where his or her head used to be, and a few more lie in bloodied trash bags fallen off a wheelbarrow. All the while, in the window of the house, a zombie horde attempts to break out. I'm most proud of the wheelbarrow tipped over by the street full of hefty bags, looking like a failed attempt to dispose of the dismembered bodies in the middle of the night, (laughs) Novak says. A kid walked by and asked me what happened to them. I said they ate too many Skittles. Novak hasn't lost his neighborly spirit. He keeps his overall leave-it-to-beaver demeanor, even with the bloodshed. It was raining a lot and washing the blood away, so I... Defi- oh,
2: what's this word? Indefatigable? Fatig-a- is that a word? I have no what idea. Is that? That's what it said. How did you know what that word was? Because you started saying indefa... <laughs> That's what it said.
1: <laughs> okay. He watered the bodies every morning for a while to dismay of early... To the dismay of early dog walkers and joggers saying as they passed, watering the bodies. I mean, this scene, let me just describe this scene for you. Uh, Look, it is, his entire walkway up to his house is just drenched in blood. Yes. And there are like realistic, like if you were far away from a reasonable enough distance, you would be like, oh my God, those look like real bodies. Like this isn't, like this is meant to look realistic. It's realistic. There's also a body on the roof that is impaled through the head with a giant blade. Um, there is a body on the front steps leading up to his house that has a giant safe that has fallen on his head and crushed his head. I and like that one. Yeah, that's creative. I want to know what was going
2: down, at, like what the scene is. What is this tableau? Right. Like what happened here. If what we had happen- to investigate this scene.
1: Right. If we had to investigate what happened because I feel like there's a lot of different MOs happening here. It's a here. bit disconnected, I think. This serial killer was obviously very disorganized. This is like a very spur of the moment. Yeah.
2: This there's nothing uh, methodical about any of this Right. because if the guy on the roof threw the safe on the guy, ooh.
0: Is then that how what did you're- he get
2: the machete in his head or the whatever it was. There must have been a third Yeah. A third guy. So, so maybe s- this is a robbery, like like the end of Reservoir Dogs, where they all shoot each other.
1: <laughs> you know what I think now? I think the guy on the roof, I think they were all burglars, and the guy on the roof dropped the safe as he was trying, he was carrying the safe, yeah. trying to shimmy out of the house right. with the safe, and he dropped the safe onto this guy's head and it splattered. And the homeowner was like, Oh no, you don't, you're not getting away. Right. And stabbed him through the head. So the safe Ooh. this safe. Dropping on the guy's head down below. That's that That appears to be this. No, this appears to be an accident. That part was an accident. Yes, that part was an accident. And then the homeowner was like, "Oh no, you don't!" And he stabbed the guy through the head. But then there's other bodies. There's another body further down the walkway. Then we see like a recycling bin full of skulls. Yeah, and these skulls look like they're old because all the flesh has been stripped from them. They're just like skull looking. Right. There's no that guy in Tennessee
2: would be like, hey. I'm going to put some sunglasses on. Yeah. I
1: mean, these are just like white skulls floating in a barrel of red fluid, fluid, Yeah, skull fluid. It's blood. Uh, And then there's the body parts in the trash bag. So this is like, I guess we're in the cleanup
2: process. Yeah. I think it's mid cleanup. Mid cleanup. But it's also his whole collection, it seems. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we need a storyline necessarily, but it would be nice. <laughs> I think that that's, yeah. It's just a
1: bunch of gruesome tableaus. It's, it's a bunch of gruesome different things. Uh, neighbors told me that cop cars were in front of my house a lot during the day, he says. I was only home twice to receive them. They told me that they thought it was cool and that they were out there because they were required to reply to complaints from the, the sergeant. He, the, this guy, Steven Novak, he's getting a real kick out of this. Yeah. I mean, look, I appreciate his, uh, I appreciate dedication. it. I appreciate it. I mean,
2: if I was a kid and I walked past this, I would be terrified. It's, uh, yeah, I wonder, uh, I, I definitely wonder, is it that cool? <laughs> you know what?
1: Kids <laughs> but can, kids kids can will, be scared. They can be scared. They, they can, can be scared. You can tell them it's fake. You know what? I was, I had a lot
2: to be scared of when I was a I kid. I certainly would not complain. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, ah, eh, okay. If it wasn't for me, I'd just be like, I'd let it go. I wouldn't be like, um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I-, I did see like, I by, by the way, I finally saw one of the um 12 foot Home Depot skeletons in the wild. <gasps> I was, I took a walk in my neighborhood the other night. I'm so jealous. And it was massive, oh, this massive skeleton. This house was very decorated from head to toe. But not like, uh, it was kind of a weird mixture of Nightmare Before Christmas stuff um, and kind of gravestones and other creep, like kind of like the Haunted Mansion ride, but then it had the 12 foot skeleton like right up in the front, really tall skeleton. That
1: skeleton was really the runaway hit of the season.
2: It was, but I had never
1: seen one in person. No, because we just saw them at Home Depot for the, it's Home Depot that's selling it? Home Depot
2: of all places.
1: This year for Halloween is selling and has been selling for like the last month, a 12 foot skeleton that you can erect in your front or backyard.
2: And I think the meme was that you could see how it would look. What? On the site. You could like upload a picture of your living room and put the skeleton in there to see how it looked. And people were doing that. Oh, uh, so it was some like feature they have on the website. So people are putting them inside their houses. It seems Look, too big. I don't know how big people's ceilings are. <laughs> mine certainly aren't twelve feet. No, mine are not that high. I guess you could have them sitting. Uh, I have no nice idea. Nice fancy house you got there. You, could, you can fit that your skeleton. Your vaulted ceilings. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but yeah, the one I saw was in the front yard very tall I don't even know how it stands I, I don't I didn't look it was dark but like yeah crazy.
1: We got some spooky listener emails. Ooh. This is in the close call okay. realm. It's not to do with a famous serial killer, but I felt that this was creepy enough okay, that I really wanted to read it. This is from Heather. She says that uh, about 10 years ago, I was going through a hoe phase. I had just gotten out of a five-year relationship. He immediately moved in with another woman, so I was dealing... In the most unhealthy ways, drinking, partying, hookups, etc At the time, my job was an entry-level reporter position in a newsroom with several other persons who were around my age. Naturally, we all ended up hanging out together after hours. On a particular evening, I had joined my fellow reporter friend at a bar for drinks. I ended up having way more than I should. While kicking back, a cute guy approached and fired up a conversation – I remember he was not my typical type. He was a clean-cut, almost military-style buzz cut, dressed fairly preppy. He looked employed, so again, probably not my type. We chatted for a bit, and my friend dragged me out to the bar. Before I departed, he asked for my phone number. I was reticent to give him my number, assuming I'd never hear from him. Fast forward like a day later, I get a text. It's from Bar Guy. He immediately invites me on a date. I was like, I don't know, because he was a stranger and though I was howling, I still had certain safety protocols in place. I'm naturally paranoid. He kept on and on, on and on almost to the point of harassment. He explained his apartment was downtown by a popular section of the city. I knew the building. Nearby was one of my absolute favorite Indian restaurants, so I finally relented. <laughs>
2: Honestly, I relate to this so much. Yeah. Where you're like, I might have an excuse to go down there. You know what? I might die.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we're going to Indian food. Yum. Uh, This actually made me almost order Indian food tonight. Really? Yes. I love
2: Indian food. I know.
1: I love it so much. So she says, I agree to meet him outside the apartment building and we could walk a block over for delicious tikka masala prawns. Mm. And then I was going to order that specifically.
2: I want prawns. (laughs) I want them right now.
1: Okay, so I arrive at the apartment building. There is a parking lot, but I take advantage of the street parking, just in case. I don't want him to know what kind of car I drive. Again, I keep my head on a swivel usually. I text to say, I'm here. He says, be right down. I'm waiting on the corner when someone calls my name from behind me. I spin around, and standing there is a stranger. This guy is wearing a pair of white linen pants and matching shirt. He has on sandals. Sorry, I could never fuck a guy who wears sandals on a dinner date. (laughs) His hair is longer, shaggier than I remember in my drunken state. Confused, I'm like, uh... He invites me inside for a drink, explaining he bought two bottles of wine and several different styles of craft beer earlier so we could have a drink together. I reject his offer. I'm still baffled about who this guy is. He certainly is not the guy from the bar. (sighs) Am I losing my mind? Every fiber of my being is screaming something isn't right. He keeps pressuring me to join him inside. We argued for like 10 to 15 minutes. I finally shouted, I am not going in your apartment. He is visibly irritated. Looking back, I should have immediately told this guy to get fucked. He then huffs, well, fine, but I have to go inside and fetch my wallet. As soon as he disappears inside the building, I make a run for my car. Jetting away as fast as I can, I hit the highway before my phone starts blowing up. After the seventh call in a row, I finally answer. He's on the other end yelling. I finally manage to get out. You're not even the same guy I met at the bar. (laughs) This situation is creepy. Stop trying to lure women into your apartment, weirdo. He then starts laughing, maniacally laughing. So scary. And then he calmly says... We wouldn't want to play with you anyway, and hangs up. Ooh. (laughs) The situation still haunts me. I'm not sure if I dodged some fucked up serial killer situation or whatever. All I know is these two guys were catfishing a drunk girl at a bar. Linen pants guy desperately wanted me to get in that apartment. He was clearly a creep. I'm happy I'm not a skin
2: suit in some guy's closet what normal guy would be trying to get you to go up to his apartment like that when you're supposed to get Indian food? Well, does he, that, <laughs> that's not the point
1: of the story. The point <laughs> of the story is that this was a completely different guy than the one she met at the bar, but he somehow had her number and knew that Is they had, he sure though? Is she sure or yes, was she that drunk? D- did you not hear the first part of the story? I she, heard the first part. She meets a guy at a bar. He's like this military type guy with this buzz cut and very preppy and like clean cut. And then the guy who picks her up for the date is wearing a linen pants. I heard suit. that part. But does she think the other guy was upstairs? Why would this guy come downstairs and say, okay, I'm ready for our date? I have no... I, look, I'm asking questions. This she just, doesn't seem like 100% sure either. No, she said... What she thinks is that these two guys were in on this together. And they both right. wanted her to come up to the apartment. But
2: wouldn't it... Wouldn't there... I'm trying to... <laughs> wouldn't the better plan be for the one that... She meant to go down. (laughs) I just don't think this is a good plan on their part. No. Regardless. I don't think she would have gone up regardless. Yeah. But, I mean, she's certainly not going to go up when it's a completely... Like, did did they think she was really wasted or so wasted that she wouldn't recognize? It's really
1: creepy. I don't know what these two guys were trying to pull on her, but to... I mean, maybe they were just trying to to scare her regardless and they sent this total stranger down.
2: Right. Like this was, a. I mean... It's demented to do that to someone even if it's just a prank, right? Like... Yeah. I mean... It's fucked. Yeah. It is so fucked. That is so weird. Also, why did he come down in a linen... (laughs) Sorry, the outfit is just so insane to me. I realize none of these are the point of the story, <laughs> but, like, if you're going to do it, you're going to send down some freak with long hair and a linen suit <laughs> and sandals. <laughs> like, no woman is going to go for that. <laughs> That's like what some loser wears at his beach wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like, a re- like a reality show. Yes. Right. They always... Oh, my God. It's like some 65-year-old marrying a 20-year-old.
1: Like They always have those white linen pants on. Oh, my God. Those, like... Fucking white linen pants. Look, the, the, the white linen pants, they have a place. There's a time and a place. And it's your reality show beach wedding.
2: <laughs> Just like the, that story is creepy. Very creepy. This story creepy. is
1: really creepy. And in hindsight, realizing the guy's about to murder you is wearing linen pants makes
2: it even creepier. It's like, who? how dumb do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> this girl's actually really smart. Because, no, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, you think I'm going to go up with a linen pants? <laughs>
1: like. I mean not not only that, but just the fact that she's like, I did street parking instead of parking garage. Right. Like look, I'm such a ditz and I like I these
2: are like details that like I think about in hindsight. Yeah. And then I mean some, I would say I'm like fifty fifty. Yeah. Like I might think of some of the things like I would not have gone up. I would Of have, course not. And obviously someone for really making a point of it is a suspicious thing in yeah. and of itself right like if he I'm, I'm I'm like trying to give hints to creeps but it's like the smarter thing would be go have dinner have a good time then right. go up for a drink like the whole thing is so creepy and and forceful it's like these guys you know what i
1: i'd be very curious of what the, these guys sound like like i watch a lot of like um you know crime shows and stuff listen yeah. to a lot of true crime podcasts but this seems like a recipe for like a serial killer duo. Like they seem like a duo. They
2: seem like amateurs who could escalate. No, this was like their first attempt and yeah. they failed because
1: they haven't gotten good at it yet. So I really, right. I really think she did have a close call with serial killers.
2: Is, are, did, did she tell us where she's located? Are we allowed no. to No. <laughs> well, I'm curious. Like where, what city this is in? Because you want to know who these guys are? No, because I'm just curious, are they in New York or is it Omaha? Like, I don't know why it makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, it's not like LA
1: doesn't have its, I mean, how many shows have, episodes have we done about LA serial
2: killers? I know, but I think, I feel like sometimes it's easier to get away with things in LA or New York, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Look, I think you could, I think. Just, I have questions.
1: Look, I, I don't care where they're from. I just want to know their
2: names and their faces so I can avoid them. Wouldn't knowing them. where they're fa- from help people? Like avoid these guys? No. Why? Because there's fuckers everywhere. Okay. So just act like these guys are in your town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I know she probably doesn't have like photos of them, but I, I am
2: curious, mostly because I want to see what the pantsuit looks I like. I just, I I know. This is nothing against our writer. I'm just, I'm like intrigued by this story and by these guys. I want to follow up. I was, I was shaken to my core reading this story. I mean, it's so creepy. I think initially when she said she didn't recognize him, it was just because she was really shit faced when she met him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I think I got stuck on that. No, Um, no. This, This was two guys. Okay. That's so creepy.
1: This is from Maggie. She has a bad cat story. Oh, we got a few good bad cat we stories. We did, and I'm only going to read one this week, but I will save your other bad cat yeah, stories. I liked this these. This one was spooky. Ooh. When I was about six, I was sharing a room with my brother, who was nine. We had a cat named Nutmeg.
2: Oh, yeah, I love this one. You read this one? <laughs> yeah, I did. First of all,
1: I love the name Nutmeg for a cat. It's really cute. What a great name. Yeah, very I cute. love hearing people's pet names. Yeah. Like, it's so cute. Okay, Nutmeg, great name. Okay, we had a cat named Nutmeg who always slept on my bed, usually on my pillow. One night, she's moving around and making a lot of noise. I reach out to pet her, and my pillow is all wet. (laughs) I sit up, and something is pulling at my hair. I turn on my bedside lamp and grab whatever's in my hair, and it's just this lump of goo that's moving around. There's goo everywhere. I start screaming, and my brother just tells me to shut up.
2: (laughs) Classic (laughs) brother.
1: Shut up. She's
2: being murdered.
1: Shut up.
2: I'm trying to sleep.
1: (laughs) I run down the hall to my mom's room. She opens the door to see her youngest kid's head covered in blood and holding something. She started screaming, so now everyone was up. (laughs) My big sister ran down to the room I shared with my brother and saw Nutmeg lying in my bed. The thing that was in my hair was Nutmeg's kitten. She had given birth in my hair. <laughs> She only had one kitten,
2: which is weird. I had a cat who had one kitten. What? Yeah, Mm -hmm. dude, that would make me so sad if I opened my kitten surprise. I think it was because my cat was very young and small. That's what I think. One little baby kitten. kitten. Yeah, but you know,
1: kitten surprise and puppy surprise. What's that? Were you, you don't, you didn't have that? Is that a toy? Yeah, it's a toy. Sorry. I guess I should have said it was a toy. You didn't do kitten surprise when you were a baby? <laughs> Somebody knows, someone who was born in the mid 80s knows exactly what I'm talking about. Kitten surprise or puppy surprise was a stuffed puppy or kitten animal or dog or kitten animal, and you ripped them open. You ripped them. <laughs> Not very surprising. <laughs> They had like a Velcro tummy. And they had babies in it. And you ripped it open and you would get either uh, five, four, or three so you didn't kittens know. or puppies. You didn't that know. That was the surprise. You didn't know. The surprise was how many you were going to get. Oh. So it was always like sad, like, ah, oh, you only got three kittens. Hmm, your cat,
2: your surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's such a a ghoulish present. You know what? Uh, There were a lot of ghoulish toys from the 80s. By the way, I didn't know my cat was pregnant either. You didn't? No. So So what happened? It was just like, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I had a male cat and a female cat, and they were both very young. I went to get my cat neutered, the male cat, because he was older. And he must have fucked the female cat like the day before I got him neutered. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like the timing is exactly that. He had to get that nut in. He got his nut in. Uh, the, my boyfriend at the time, we had lived together and then I moved into Manhattan. He texted me that he said, You're a grandma. And I honestly, I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, Did my, you know, did my cousin have another baby? Like, cause I had all these like young cousins having babies and stuff like that. Like I honestly, my, it didn't click in my head and she had one kitten. That's so cute. In the apartment that we lived in or did live in together. Aww. So yeah, she, one little kitten. That is so cute. Very cute. And we kept him. So the little Aww. kitten.
1: Oh yeah. Well, Maggie, thank you for writing in. I love that story. I would like an update on the kitten. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the kitten's still around anymore, but I would like. Did you, you gotta, keep it?
2: You got to keep it when there's only one. Well, there's only one. Yeah, yeah. it's not like you thing. have a whole litter. Uh, little nutmeg.
1: Little nutmeg. Please send a... if you have a picture of nutmeg. Send yeah. a picture. I like seeing. I like when they send pics. You know what? We got some great cat pics. Our listener Seamus, in his story, he sent. Oh yeah, I love. I saw those. They're kids. so cute. The Orange we'll, one was we'll, very. Melon. We'll get to that story yeah. next time. That's a good one. But I just was thinking about the little. Orange and the tabby kitten. Yeah, brothers. So cute. They're very cute. I love all the pet pictures people send us. Yes. Okay, uh, that's all my listener emails for this week that I'm going to read. Those were some good ones, though. Desi, do you have any recommendations?
2: I... No, I I, I haven't really. I've just had so much work this week. I haven't watched much television, but I was stressing last night about watching something and I just watched Succession. I started watching Succession. Again? Like, Like the first, the premiere. Sometimes it's fun to go back and just watch the first episode of a show you like. That you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And I, I really missed that that show wasn't on this year because it was like my favorite show. Yeah. So it was late at night. I just, it was like one of those things where you're like, I'll just fall asleep to this. It doesn't matter if I missed anything. So it's kind of interesting to see because it's like the characters are usually so different. Right. So I watched that. I did listen, I think I've recommended this podcast before Behind the Bastards. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening to a very interesting double episode on Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't know anything about this jerk. So it's, he's such a freak that it's really interesting to kind of f- follow how he started off and like how he became who he is today. A huge freak.
1: <laughs> he's a huge freak. He also, I was telling
2: Desi before this, I'm like, oh, he's the guy who only eats meat.
1: Yes. Like he thinks it's really
2: beta to eat vegetables. And I haven't gotten to this part yet. But sometimes when I'm listening to a podcast that's historical or like a biography, I'll like read about the person while I'm listening to it (laughs) because I'll have questions. You know me, I have questions. So I did read about the meat thing and that started because he had some autoimmune health issues and he thought that the solution was to only eat red meat. That is such a dumb... There's just no way that's good for you, and I love red meat. But he was only eating it raw, too, right? Wasn't he one of those guys? I don't know that it was raw. Maybe that was preferable, uh, but it was all red meat and some vegetables, they said. Some. So I don't know what that means either. But it was extreme red meat. Uh, He's like, he's like, no one has seen him in months. I know. And he had COVID, too. I think he, wasn't he in, like, Russia or something? He went to, like... Russia and then Serbia to get treatments that he felt he couldn't get in this country or Canada or wherever.
1: Is he the one with the hot daughter? Yes. Okay. And she's
2: very his philosophy. Yes. Like she's has I think her name's like Michaela right. or something. Like she's also just
1: as equally as demented as he Well, is. she
2: has a podcast and that was like his last public appearance. He was on her you know they're right wing when they have a YouTube podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you find that they all have a youtube podcast well <laughs> i don't he, know what it is it's like okay like
1: he she like i just remember like she like posted like a sexy bikini picture and he was, right and he did some creepy comment where he's like that's my daughter and she also only eats red meat and she's hot or whatever right like, it was some like really disgusting comment he made
2: yeah it was sort of like a Yeah, it was like a borderline inappropriate. And then, of course, anyone who said anything was like, oh, I can't say my daughter's beautiful. (laughs) It was like, no. It was indignant. I was like, it's a little weird. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) But uh, anyways, I like this show because they do... It's all awful people. So if you like to hear how awful people came to be, which I kind of do, it's very interesting. Uh, So check it out. And this this episode in particular was interesting because I really only knew the uh, Twitter, like the past few years where he really got big. Because I think 2017 was like his big... That was the other thing. I was like, he's only been around since 2017. (laughs) Like my my brain is so broken. Like I just, time just means nothing to me. I feel like he's been around forever, but it's only been a few years. So it was kind of interesting to hear his... Um, progression from just like this professor at Harvard and like um, some Canadian university, I can't remember which one, to this person now who became this YouTube. Uh, It does make you realize too, if you do a particular set of, um, Philosophies. You're going to get instantly have a million followers if you say the anti PC kind of. You know what I mean. Go against that kind of stuff. Of That's course. Like, there's like a waiting audience for you of right course. away, and they'll jump right on board. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely.
1: Well, uh, I'm listening to a new podcast this week called that is new to me called Radio Rental. Ooh, and it's true stories. Read, I believe they're read by voice actors, but they're true stories that listeners write in, and they're all creepy, sort of unexplained. Ooh. One of them actually made me go, oh, oh, what the fuck, out loud, <laughs> and I re- and I yelled it, and I realized it sounded like I was upset about something in the apartment. But I, was, right. but I was like jarred Ooh. by this thing that happened in this one episode. Um, it's really, I like it. It's good. The stories are creepy. Like the background music that they play is like subtle enough, but it's creepy enough yeah. to add like a nice scary ambiance. It's perfect for Halloween time or any time. They do each episode does have like a weird sort of trying to be funny intro, like by Rain Wilson. He's not like the official host of the show. Right. Payne Lindsay hosts the show. Okay. That guy, I think he does lore. Yeah. But like they have Rain Wilson doing this like kind of like whimsical, funny character. It's not for me. So yeah. just don't let that part dissuade you. I see. If you're like skip I, it. Look, I don't I don't get it.
2: That's not yeah. for me. Just move past it.
1: It honestly feels a little out of place given the content of the show. Like I feel like they're like, oh, Rain said he would do our podcast. Let's use him because we have this opportunity. Even though it's like the podcast has just this very creepy, sinister
2: sort of... I'm laughing because Melon just walked by with the hugest puffy tail I've ever (laughs) seen. But it's for a kitten. (laughs) Sorry.
1: We have one, one of my foster kittens is out roaming around the house right now. And Melon, him and Melon, they're like in love with each other. Yeah, like But they, Melon
2: just walked past the crack in the door and his tail was like five times the size. You know when they get scared or yeah. they're trying to look tough? <laughs> it's just so dramatic. I don't know what I'm going to do when I have... Oh, by the way,
1: that's a good segue. Okay. So I'm fostering four kittens right now. Yeah, Their names are Lox, Bagel, Kasha, and Kugel. And they're very adorable. I don't know if you've seen pictures of them on my Instagram, but you can go uh, look at pictures of them. I post them in my stories all the time. They're up for adoption currently, so if you live in the Los Angeles area, please adopt these cats. They're really cute. Uh, Santa Door, that's the name of the rescue. You can right. fill out an application on their website, Santa that's spelled... S A N T E door, D O R.
2: There's an apostrophe.
1: Okay. D um, apostrophe O R. Just saying. And <laughs> not in the URL, Desi. <laughs> Santa, Google it. Santa Door Rescue. It's in Atwater. Yeah. In Los Angeles. And they're a really great organization. Definitely. So please adopt these cats or someone you know who lives in Los Angeles. I mean, you can adopt like two of them. Yeah. You don't have to adopt all four. No. You just can't adopt one at a time. Unless you have a cat. Unless you have another cat already. Yeah. They don't want these kittens to just be solo because they're kittens. They need a buddy to play with. Absolutely. Um, And all of them are great with other cats. Yeah. Like they love melon. They're very cute. They're very cute. For the love of God, someone please... I have five cats in my apartment right now. Somebody yeah. needs to adopt these cats. I'm going to miss them terribly, but I would prefer if one of our listeners yeah. a- adopted. And then we could see pictures. Because then we could see updates. Yeah. We would ask that of you. If you of could course. please email me updates. Yeah. So if you or someone you know, wants adorable little kittens, they're about how old you think now? Four months? Yeah. Four months. Four months old. So they're still small. Yeah. They're still small they're very playful and cute. They're so playful. Love them. We love them. All right. That's that's all my recommendations. Okay.
2: Want truly hydrated skin? Mitocea's body care breakthrough. Hyaluronic body serum. I, I made a very good penne alla vodka. this I week. Saw. I will. I might post the rest. Uh, I'll post. I'll post the recipe um, on my Instagram or my food Instagram. It's a. Uh, I've made a few penne alla vodkas, and this is by far my favorite one. So, it was. Uh, there's a restaurant in LA called John and Vinny's. Oh yeah, I've heard of that place Have you gone there? I haven't Oh, I want to go there Yeah When we can When or we can get food Yeah Although I'm just apprehensive about Delivery pasta, pasta. I, I know. want pasta fresh I know But we, I made this pasta It was very good So what, is it like their recipe or something? Yeah I mean, supposedly It's yeah. their recipe Yeah I got it from Bon Appetit uh, So it was with um, Rotini Yeah Her Rotelli What is it? Rotini there's it like was, a few. It was, rotini. it was the spiral It pasta, was the spiral pastas. which worked really well with this uh, sauce. It was good. I mean, I did like a whole, I did one a few months ago that was like bake this tomatoes and onions and whatever for 45 minutes. It might have been Ina. Um, This was much easier. Yeah. So I'm definitely sticking to this one because it was very good. I like a creamy tomato sauce. It's, it's very good. good to me. Yeah. I love
1: it. It looks so pretty. That color is just beautiful. Because you
2: like you use tomato paste instead of um, canned tomatoes. Oh, and really? Then you uh, sauté the tomato paste until it's like brick red. Oh, and so then you, you add the cream. So there's no canned tomatoes. No, this is all tomato paste that oh. you sauté with shallots and garlic until it's like brick red. Well, you
1: really got to sauté. You really got to cook out that tomato paste like canned flavor.
2: It's. It tasted good though. Like I was yeah. like this. Like people who ate it were like, "This is the best <laughs> pasta." They're like, "What is this?" So yeah, I mean, it was good. Yeah, that. I mean, it looked beautiful. I really wanted some. I. I'm gonna make the non vodka version. Right. I don't even honestly know what the point of the vodka is. Like,
1: what does the? I've never had penne alla vodka before. What kind of flavor does it add? It's,
2: literally 2 tablespoons so for the whole for a it. whole pound. I seriously doubt you would miss it. It's I mean, really maybe all it about gives the cream. A little bite. Yeah. But I don't I feel like it would be fine without it.
1: When are they going to make non-alcoholic I mean, I know they do, but like I want it to be like a like widely available thing, non-alcoholic cooking wines
2: and cooking spirits. Right, so you can get that little bit of a bite that's not Alcoholic, Yeah.
1: And I know like people like, oh, it cooks off, it cooks off, whatever. I I don't, I don't like have, I don't like cooking with it. I don't like touch it. Like, I don't want it in my house. You know what I mean? Like I, it's, I'm also always paranoid. Like, like, what if I don't cook it out enough? Like I, I just, it's a comfort thing where I don't, I don't want to personally cook with alcohol, but I would like for there to be like
2: widely available at grocery stores. Well, some things do make a difference. Like, I don't know that this one makes that big of a difference, but some things definitely like piccata or something has that kind of flavor. Yes. For sure. Yeah.
1: So uh, that's good. I made chicken stock last night. Oh yeah, I saw that. Because, you know, it's, it's chicken stock season. Yeah. Got to have some in the freezer at all times during the winter and fall months. I should make some. I made a really good one this time. I mean, I always make a good one, but this one was like, oh, this is a good batch.
2: I made a really good chocolate chip cookie. I found like a very good recipe for um, chewy, gooey ones. Oh, <laughs> who makes it? Um, I can't remember. It wasn't like a famous person. It was like someone recommended, and I just took a chance on it. Yeah, because uh, I like I like a crispy, buttery one. Yeah, but I also too. like a chewy, gooey. Sometimes you want something different. I'm, I kind of like, that's one thing I did over quarantine. I tried like a few chocolate chip cookie recipes. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, why not? Let's try. They're all going to be kind of good. Yeah. uh, It's just the type you want. Right. I just don't like cakey. I like buttery and crisp and I like gooey. Like those are my two. Me too. So this one I think is a really good gooey one.
1: Um, Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I'm sure I ate some other great shit this week. Did you eat anything else? I can't think of anything. Do you have any closing thoughts? Like Jerry Springer. Yeah. I really want to do a final <laughs> thought like
2: Jerry Springer. I don't have a final thought. I'm I'm going to Arizona tomorrow to be a poll observer. Wow, look at you. I know. So that's my final thought. I'm <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned because I had to do a training and it's like the state I'm going to, Arizona, is open carry. Like what? they can Wait. literally bring a gun up to like 75 feet outside the polling area. Wait, so you're afraid you're going to get shot? I'm not afraid I'm going to get shot, but I'm like, what if some people with guns come? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust myself with my loud Florida queen's mouth to to be cool. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? I could be on the news. <laughs> Fighting fighting with an open carry guy who refuses to wear a mask. Oh, right. Oh, so do you have to like tell people to put their mask on? No, because they don't have to wear a mask, Rachel, in Arizona. So I'm going to be, I have to wear a mask and I think I might have to wear a shield. Oh, you plastic shield. You know what? I want to get one of those shields because those shields protect you. Yes. Yeah. So I'll be fine. But it's going to be irritating probably. Yeah. Because they might harm other people if they're not wearing a mask. Well, just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's not that big of a deal. Wait. Are you going to be indoors or outdoors? I am going to be outdoors. So that's the... One time I'm going to be indoors and one time I'm going to be outdoors. Get the shield. I am getting the shield for the indoor one. But the outdoor one is where I could get in trouble. Because that's also where I'm allowed to talk to people. I'm not allowed to talk to them inside because I think once they're inside. But when I'm outside... (laughs) That's where I'm allowed to say things with to them if I'm outside of 75 feet. Yeah. And I could turn them in cuz I'll have a um contact to report people who are breaking the rules. Karen. I'm Karen Karen. Karen over Look, here at the polls. If you come to me with a gun, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to Karen your ass. <laughs> so fast. I'm going to Karen the Karens. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's, she's going to Karen the Karens. That's how it's going to work. Good for you. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, well, that's really exciting. I can't wait to hear about it. Eat some good food. Oh, yeah. There's a really good pizza place in Arizona. So <laughs> I've already made some plans to pick up. <laughs> Believe me, I'm like, there's a barbecue place. We can get takeout. This would be great. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I kind of wish I was going. I know. It would be fun. It would be a fun. I'm kind of excited to have a little vacation. It'll be like a vacation. Should I just
1: like uh, hop in your luggage and go? <laughs> Now I'm like thinking like oh I should just go.
2: Totally like Stow encroach. Away. Just encroach I open on your up plans my trunk and I'm there. I'm like, "Hey, you're there with your little like hobo sack <laughs>
1: on the the stick." Like <laughs> I don't even have to go to the polls. Like I'm not even going to like be a good You can just
2: hang out with me.
1: Outside. I'm just going to hang out outside smoke cigarettes. I won't report you. Well, if you want to go harass Desi at a poll station, please don't. Just go- <laughs>
2: I'm not telling you which one. Yeah, I almost asked you what
1: city. I'm <laughs> not going to tell you what part of but Arizona. But you may
2: bring me food. <laughs> but if you, you see do. Desi at the poll yeah. station. And I send you to go get me food. Because <laughs> you know I'm not going to bring enough.
1: You know what?
2: I'm going <laughs> you know to get hungry.
1: I hope one of our listeners spots you and says, Oh, honey, hold on. I'll yeah. be right back. And they get in their car and they go drive and they
2: bring you food. Yeah, that would be very nice but yeah <sighs> that's awesome so we'll we'll tell you about it next week okay bye bye